0: Welcome to the audio ministry of Nanda Flora Williams. She is a speaker, author, psalmist, and coach. As you listen, be inspired, motivated, and challenged. So, like I was saying, I said that I had this, so I had these two weeks when I'd fallen ill, then I got better from the illness and I tried to talk to the person and they glossed over it and they played with it and I just thought I think I'm angry so I was angry for a a while but not angry in the sense that I wouldn't talk to them or um I I wouldn't talk to them for long but I I would greet them I'll talk to them and answer the basic questions but they knew that I was not happy and I would be just by myself. I don't know why God seems to talk to me a lot when I'm in my car. Maybe that's when I'm not busy doing one thing or the other. But I remember so many times in my car and God would just come and I said, and he would bring this person to my mind and I'd be like, yes. Uh, yes yeah, so what do you want me to do about it I'm not the one that did anything wrong blah 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 and, I, and I'll go through the motions with God and God will just like you have to forgive them I'll say God I've forgiven them I'm not holding any grudge against anybody and he'll be like you know you need to really really forgive them so God now said ministering to my heart and asking me to buy them gifts and I thought no 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 I do not want to buy it. I do not want to. but as I Did that, and I think as I began to do that, um, there's a kind of release that came for for me. I wouldn't lie; it did take me some time. It took me some time to come to a place where I could look at them and just, you know, just be myself. But it was a journey. It was it was so difficult for me because the way that I think I embraced them. <sighs> I just could not understand how that person could even think that the thoughts that they were thinking about me, because my mind never went to those thoughts. It just it wasn't something that crossed my mind. So for me, the steps that I followed, I, I don't like preaching about steps, because when God deals with you, sometimes not about steps, so it's not like you have to follow these steps. But these are just some of the things that helped me, and maybe they may help you too. One of the things I did was to pray. And not just about that particular time, but any other times in my life when I'd experienced betrayal and I felt like I couldn't quite quite deal with it. If you notice in Matthew 26, Jesus goes to the Garden of Gethsemane and he goes to pray three times. And he prays the same prayer using almost the same words. Well, we're not there, so we don't know if he repeated the same thing to God, but it's... It, from scriptures it says almost like he said the same things to god he repeated the prayer so there are times that sometimes you experience so much pain that you don't even know how to pray and you don't have the words but one of the things i've discovered in praying and this is the beauty of praying in the spirit as you go to pray pray as you go to god and you pray in tongues and you just lift up the person or you lift up the issue and you pray and And you you might pray a day and there might be nothing, you know, or you pray for a couple of minutes and you don't feel anything. But the longer you pray about it and you pray for them and you pray. And that's why it says in Matthew 5 from verse 44. So God tells us how to relate to people who have hurt us, who despitefully use us and persecute us. The Bible says we should bless them. We should do good to them. We should pray for them because When you pray for somebody, it's very hard. When you pray for anyone, genuinely pray from your spirit as you pray for them. Your heart releases blessings over them. And when your heart releases blessings over them, it allows your heart to be open and it gives you freedom. Because when you experience pain, what happens is we close our hearts, we close our spirits. And sometimes when we close it like that, yes, it's a kind of defense mechanism. But then sometimes it doesn't allow God to heal those issues or allow us freedom for you to be able to to be present as a Christian which is what God wants God says to us to go into all the world and make disciples and he sends us to occupy until he comes If you are going to be present your heart has to be open when I mean open I don't just mean just opening and then everybody just throw daggers in there that's not what I mean it just means that God has to be able to flow through you to reach others there are times in my life when I find myself maybe I've been hurt or something's happened to me and then I just close close up and when I do that I find it hard to pray I, I'll just be like a zombie just going through the motions but there's a disconnect because because God is love and he wants to flow through us so I said you so the first thing I did I, I usually would do is i would pray sometimes I've had situations where I've prayed a little and then I, I've had to pray f- over and over an issue until I've experienced a measure of release and grace and peace when I can genuinely open my mouth and bless them, not that I don't have any feelings when I see them, like, oh, you know, you deserve a good slap or something. Not that I don't have those feelings, just that it, it's like it's almost like prayer takes out the sting and the pain and the bitterness from that thing. So it is there, you know, it's happened, but that pain, that sting is no longer there, you know. God is awesome. How he does it, I don't know, it's the anointing, I guess. Um, And the second thing that I did was to speak to my close friends. So I tend to be quite analytical person so I take something I think about it which is not always good, it gives me unnecessary headaches because God does not exist in your brain cells. But I spoke to my friends, spoke to my husband, spoke to my friends and we sat down and we we went through the whole thing and we talked about it and one time was during Christmas and was like the four of us sitting in our kitchen and going through it, just talking about it. And they tried to explain it from different angles to me so I could understand. Um, did he answer all my questions? Some, not all my questions, but it helped me to see it gave me a broader perspective in terms of the issue and also maybe what would have been happening, some other things I had not considered. So it's good to speak to close friends. It helps you process you know discussion, um just sharing your heart and being able to just say, this is what happened it, it helps it helps your healing process. The third thing I'll say is look for headspace. So look for space to meditate, you know. Um, in Psalm 119, David said that princes talked about him, but he meditated in God's word. So as you meditate in God's word, it's hard to hold offence. I would even say it's impossible. If you hold offence in your heart when you go to the word, this is the way that scriptures, this, the Bible is just goes to the place where the thing is hidden and is just like nope this has to be dealt with you know or you as you spend time in God's presence God shines his light on some things that he feels that no this is not right so as you meditate on scripture and you spend time with God digging into his word and meditating on scripture and allowing God's word to heal you that helps as well because I remember like with my devotion when I would go over scriptures that have to do with forgiveness or the Amplified talks about letting go, when he talks about forgiveness, those were things that would jump out to me. And I knew that God was speaking to me. Fourth thing, practically, is to forgive. I used to think that forgiveness was a feeling. So if I if I did not feel that forgiving, you were not forgiving. If I did not feel that, uh, see you and just think, oh, whoopee, then that means you are not forgiving. Not really. Forgiveness is a, it's really a decision. It's a, it's a conscious decision. So Matthew 6, 14 to 15, Mark 11, verse 25, Jesus talks about forgiveness. It's not, it's not a feeling. It's just a decision. You make up your mind. This is what you want to do because that's what God requires of you. And also for you to remember that if you don't forgive them, God will not forgive you. And when you forgive somebody... Is actually good for you. It brings healing to you. It it lets you go free. When you hold anyone in unforgiveness, uh, and that's something that I don't know. Do. Before I go to bed, no matter what has happened to me in this world, I just say, Father, forgive everybody, forgive everybody. I even forgive myself if I'm the one that's messed up. I forgive. And I'm going to bed because um, having walked the journey of working on forgiveness and seeing what it can do to your life it can destroy your life. It opens the door for the enemy. It's something that you don't want to do, to not or to not do rather. Um, and when you keep things inside of you, stuffed feelings and emotions, it causes it causes sickness. It gives you health problems. I said it's important for you to speak to your close friends. You may you may also decide that you want to speak to the person. Depends. Sometimes you, it's good to speak to the person. Sometimes you may just want to just move on your life and just set boundaries the bible says that if your brother sins against you says that you should go to him between the two of you and you should speak to that person if they listen to you that's great if they don't you should bring two other people and then you should go to the person and you should do it again you know if the person doesn't listen so you need to judge it and you need to pray. You need to ask God to 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 direct you. Do you want to do you want to speak to the person? Do you need to speak to the person? Sometimes it's good to speak to the person, even if the person does not acknowledge what you said. It's important that they know that you know what's happened and you bring it to the fore. Because I think that can act as a deterrent in the sense that next time they might think, okay, actually. This is what happened the last time. I'll be careful. It's important to speak to them. I think it's important to to talk. But sometimes in the African context, and if the person is such an elder. You may not want to, but maybe what you need to do is actually then set boundaries or change the way you're interacting with the person so that they don't violate those boundaries and then hurt you in the process. So maybe you may adjust your relationship it's important for you to protect your mental emotional physical and spiritual health you may need to adjust your relationship thank you for listening to this message we trust that you've been blessed encouraged and transformed to go out and make a difference